My name is Willow. And I am Wiley. Our parents are a member of East Central Electric Cooperative. We love our co-op because there are fun things to do at the annual meeting. Like bouncy houses. And safety demonstrations. They even gave us backpacks. And our co-op is even installing fiber, which means faster internet at our house. For playing video games. Thank you, East Central. Welcome to the Power for Your Life podcast, where we focus on energy efficiency, the value of electric cooperative membership, and safety around electricity. Today, I'm visiting with Tom Hulse, Energy Services Advisor with Como Electric Cooperative in Tipton, Missouri. Today's topic, smart thermostats. Tom, thanks for joining me today. Let's start by answering the first question that comes to mind. What is a smart thermostat? Well, thanks for coming up, Daryl. Um, I know you had a long trip this morning. Uh, so basically, smart thermostats are a, a device that's going to be used to control the comfort in your home um, in the most economical way that it can be done. Um, they're, uh, they're easy to control. A lot of the smart thermostats are going to be uh, app-based, so you can control them through different um, uh, medias through either smart speakers, you can use your phone, uh, a lot of them have a touch screen on them. Um, one of the things that's nice about a smart thermostat is they are uh, what they call a one button operation, so there's not a lot of uh, complicated steps you have to go through to set up on programming or any controls. They, um, they're going to learn uh, your preferences in your home. So. If you set your temperature to um, a setting that's comfortable for you, the thermostat is going to take that and it's going to manipulate that temperature a little bit and kind of decide uh, a little bit what is going to work best in your home. Uh, so it, it'll set automatically set the temperature back as it needs to or, or looks at weather and then uh, you, can, you can get some energy savings through that. So these devices are basically a set it and forget it type of unit. Is that right? Yeah. So initially you can take your smart thermostat, you'll set it up, um, you know, temperature is comfortable for your home. If you're in the heating season, um, you, you might set that at 70 degrees or 72 degrees. And then the thermostat will, um, it'll realize if there's a lot of activity in the home. Um, it'll also realize if, uh, you know, if, People are away if there's not a lot of activity going on it'll sense that as um, the house is unoccupied so to let that temperature go back uh, maybe when you're off to work um, there will also considerations of uh, the time of day so in the evening when everybody's kind of settled down for the night is the thermostat will go into uh, programming and may let that temperature drop back a little bit in the evening and uh, it'll let the temperature go back to maybe where you're a little bit uncomfortable and then if you get up and you adjust that temperature, the thermostat will know that it can't set that temperature back that low. So the next time that it goes back and adjusts temperature, that'll be kind of the point that it stops. So it'll, it'll, it'll begin to learn your comfort levels um, that, that you're comfortable with. So those first week or maybe even two weeks, um, there may be some chilly mornings and chilly evenings that you, uh, you have to get through. 
but overall, it will help you save some money. Yeah, um, it'll, it'll help you save the money. The, the, the biggest thing about it is, is how they learn and the, the input you, you um, put into the thermostat. Uh, there are some parameters that you can go into and you can set some hard numbers in them. So you can make sure that um, you know, the temperature doesn't go above or below a certain set point. Um, but anything in between that, uh, the thermostat may adjust the temperature in that to get the most savings that you can, um, you can achieve with, with the system that you have. Let's talk about brands for a moment. There are a lot of different brands of smart thermostats on the market today. How do I know which one is right for my home, my lifestyle, and most importantly, my heating and cooling system? Um, I think the first thing you want to look for is make sure that they're Energy Star, um, make sure that they're Energy Star rated. Um, that'd be the first thing I'd want to look for. Um, kind of the second thing too that I'd want to look for on them is make sure that they are actually a learning thermostat. And um, there's several on the market uh, that are considered smart thermostats, but their programming is not as good as say your brands that have the learning capabilities. So let's say um, a thermostat that's maybe cheaper in price it's considered a smart thermostat. Um, the only thing that may make that a, a little bit better thermostat is that it's Wi-Fi compatible. It might have an app that you can use, uh, might have geofencing on it. But as far as actual uh, learning the programming and things like that, uh, that thermostat may not do that. So you won't get the benefits of the energy savings as you would with a thermostat that actually has learning capabilities. So that would be the, the top two things I would look for. Um, there's a lot of reviews out. Um, Nest, Ecobee, Lyric, uh, those are some of your top, uh, top three brands that are on the market. Um, but do the, I think the most important thing is do the research. Um, find the, uh, the thermostat that's going to best suit your, your own needs through the research that you do. Um, I think that would probably be the, the best way to kind of decide that as far as being brand specific. Um, I think all, all of them is, they're all competing for that top spot in the market. So there's always new advancements and everything that's happening with them. Um, if you stick with one of the, the major brand names, I think you'll be, you'll be pretty safe on that. Tom, you hinted a little at some of the differences in learning thermostats versus non-learning thermostats. One of the other types of thermostats that could confuse people are programmable thermostats, and they are different from smart thermostats. Explain the differences, if you would. Yeah, sure. So just briefly, a little bit of my background is um, I grew up in a family-owned heating and air conditioning business, um, so I've got quite a few years of background in that. And uh, so originally there was what we had, uh, what we called a programmable thermostat. And in the earlier days, it was uh, basically just a mechanical thermostat. It had a couple numbers you could punch in there uh, for times of the day. Sometimes it would get you close um, as far as your setbacks and things. They didn't work very well at all. Um, we did move up. Um, there was a time that we had the digital programmable thermostats. Um, they worked a little bit better, but the programming on them was very difficult. Uh, there were so many different options as far as how to program them. Uh, it was difficult to set up. Most people didn't want to read the book 
to set that thermostat up. So usually after about a month or two of trying to program it and, and not getting the programs right, um, most people would bypass the old uh, programmable thermostats. So when we talk about programmable thermostats and smart thermostats, there's a big difference. So I would, I would think it'd be safe to say that your programmable thermostats, as we think of them in the, in the past, are just that. They're probably going to be a technology that's going to be outdated, kind of like a slide phone or flip phone. You know, it's just something that it 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 fit the need when it was there, but you know, it's just a technology that's that's uh, been surpassed by the the smart thermostats. Uh, the smart thermostats are very easy to use. Um, the, the top makers of the smart thermostats have designed them for uh, the do-it-yourself type uh, families uh, and people. There's tons of information out there to simplify their use, to simplify the information uh, programming. Uh, so the smart thermostats not only do they provide more energy savings, but the the ease of use, the compatibility of HVAC systems um, is is really good with the, the new smart thermostat. Well, actually smart thermostats aren't even really new anymore. <laughs> uh, they came out really not too long after uh, after the iPhones and, and stuff started hitting the market. So um, it's a technology that I think is, is has already become commonplace in the uh, heat and air conditioning market. The bottom line is that I need to decide what is best for my situation and my home and how best to optimize the technology. Let's take a short break and when we come back there are other factors to consider when it comes to smart thermostats like my heating and cooling system as well as my habits. We'll discuss those when we return. Here's something worth shouting. From the hilltops to the rooftops, you're a member of an electric cooperative. That means you have a say. A voice. In how your co-op is run. In what's best for the community. Power to the people. For the people. From the people. Doesn't that sound good? Learn more about the power of your co-op membership at TogetherWeSave.com. Discover the value of your co-op membership. Visit MembersFirst.coop today. Truth be told, your electricity comes from people power, from the hard-working efficiency of the men and women of your electric co-op. Their dedication to providing reliable electricity has kept families and friends connected for generations. And thankfully, people power is one energy source that you can always depend on. Learn more about the power of your co-op membership at TogetherWeSave.com. Discover the value of your co-op membership. Visit MembersFirst.coop today. Back with more of the Power for Your Life podcast and our discussion with Tom Hulse from Como Electric Cooperative. Today's topic, smart thermostats. And Tom, before the break, we were talking about the features of today's advanced thermostats. Let's get down to the bottom line. Money. 
In terms of energy savings, how much can the average homeowner expect to save on their electric bill? So most of the research papers that are out, uh, Nest has a lot of white papers that cover this uh, pretty extensively. Uh, several utilities have done studies uh, with these types of thermostats. And on average, a person can figure you're going to save about 10 to 20 percent of your overall heating and air conditioning bill. So, uh, and you have to look at that as well. Um, the the overall heating and air conditioning um, part of your, your bill uh, is going to be somewhere around 50% of your overall bill. So if you use 12,000 kilowatt hours a year in your home, um, about 6,000 kilowatt hours of that energy that you use is going to be towards your heating and air conditioning. Um, everything else will kind of fall in under that. So keep in mind when you're, you're figuring that 10 to 20% that that's the number that you're going to kind of be looking at. Um, in the Midwest here in central Missouri, uh, some of the, the studies that we've done here at Como is uh, we'll see anywhere from about 100 to $150 uh, savings annually. So that'll put the return on investment on some of these smart thermostats uh, you know, under two years. So you can, you can see a pretty good savings. Comfort um, is something else that you can add to that. But, can't really put a dollar on that. The two-year payback is really a pretty good estimate for what folks can figure as a return because you'll have that device in your home for a number of years after that. Right. Yeah, you'll, you'll have that smart thermostat for the life of the, the system in your home. And um, it's one of the, the cheapest ways that you can do something in your home to save energy and have that kind of return. Um, and like I said, most people, um, if, if you're it's savvy at all with a screwdriver and a pair of pliers and, and know where your breakers are at. Uh, most people can, can handle this job. Not only is the device that controls our heating and cooling system important, but the type of system we have can also impact the thermostat that we can choose. So what type of HVAC system is best controlled by a smart thermostat? So the ones that I see the best results in are going to be your, your all-electric, um, either air conditioning, electric resistance heat, or your air-to-air uh, -air heat pump with electric resistance heat backup. Those are probably the, the two types of systems you're going to see the, uh, the best savings, uh, best most economical way to use a thermostat, uh, because those systems tend uh, to use the most energy in the, in the hottest times of the summer, and the coldest times of the winter. And that's really when you want the thermostat to be able to uh, learn what um, is in your comfort range in your home, what you can tolerate, which I think tolerate might be a little bit of a, a harsh word to, to use for that, but that's really what the thermostat is looking to do. It, it, it wants to adjust that, that temperature in the home where it can get the most savings and still keep uh, everybody in the home comfortable. Because one way to think about it is when the system is off, when your heat is off, when your air conditioning is off, that's 100% energy savings. So if you think of it that way, the thermostat is trying to learn and trying to program where the system is off as much as possible and you still keep your comfort in your home. Um, as far as the rest of the, uh, the units that are out there, um, of course there's uh, systems that heat with gas, um, you know, standard air conditioning like that. There's good energy savings in there. Uh, they do work with geothermal systems. They are compatible with those. 
but of course, when you get into the geothermal part, uh, you already have a system that's extremely efficient. So that energy savings uh, possibility is is uh, not as great with a geothermal as, as it would be with an electric furnace. So um, your top systems would be the air-to-air uh, heat pumps and your uh, electric resistance heat. So, Tom, we should also consider our habits with an advanced thermostat. What are some of the things we might need to change in our daily routine to take full advantage of this technology? Um, you know, I, I think once every you get used to the thermostat, um, you kind of get some of the base programming done with the thermostat. Uh, maybe you want to set up a geofence uh, so the thermostat knows when you're a certain distance from home. Uh, once you kind of get through that first couple of weeks, um, really the thermostat, you won't even notice it. We've had one now at our home for um, a little over two years, and honestly, we hardly ever have to adjust it anymore. Occasionally, we'll, we'll make an adjustment if it feels a little chilly or uh, maybe a little too warm in the summer, we might make an adjustment on it. Um, but really, once you get, get through that initial programming period, um, you really won't have to change a lot of your habits. But like I said, that, that first few days, um, you may wake up and it might be pretty chilly in the morning. So you will have to, you will have to, have a, have to put up with a couple of those days. You mentioned a term geofencing. Can you explain that term for our listeners? Uh, so geofencing would be uh, the, the thermostat has a location. Um, and then if you're a certain distance away from that location, um, the thermostat will, will sense that and it, it will either know to shut down if you're leaving or if you're coming back home, it will know to, uh, to come back on. So geofence is essentially uh, just a parameter that you would set in your thermostat so it knows um, whether you're coming or going and, and how far away you are from your home. So if you're say five miles from home, uh, and you have your geofence set up to come on when you're five miles from home. Uh, that way when you get home, uh, everything is nice and comfortable. One other thing I'd like to cover on the thermostats is we, we've talked about a lot of, about technology, we've talked about programming, and thermostats going to learn your habits. Um, and we've talked about a lot of stuff like this, geofencing. Um, but I, I think the thing that I want people to, to understand is the energy savings comes pretty easy. Um, there's the therm these thermostats are not going to be any more complicated to operate than say the remote for your TV, um, your cell phone. Um, they're they're set up to be very, very user friendly. So I would I would hate to, for anybody to think that you know it's going to be too complicated. Um, I think that's one thing that I I hear feedback from a lot of folks when we talk about this is. Well, you know, they, they feel like it's something that's going to be too hard for them to operate. And I think the, the takeaway would be um, the energy savings comes simple, the operation comes simple. Um, the, the companies have these, like I said before, the companies have really set these up uh, with the homeowner in mind and to make the operation and the installation as simple as possible for the end user. So I just, I think that would be something to be really really clear on is uh, a lot of technology uh, does a lot of great things but it's also very easy to use. It really is important to consider so many things when looking into adding an advanced thermostat to our heating and cooling system. 
from ease of installation to friendly operations. Plus, smart thermostats can save 10 to 20% on the average electric bill. Definitely something to think about. Tom Hulse from Como Electric Cooperative, thank you for sharing your expertise today. Thanks for listening to our podcast. To learn more about this topic and other safety, efficiency, and energy technology information, contact your local electric cooperative or visit us on the web at membersfirst.coop. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash membersfirstcooperatives or on Instagram at instagram.com slash membersfirst. If you have a question or topic you would like us to consider for an upcoming episode, email us at membersfirst at aeci.org.